Welcome to another episode of the Peak Performance Selling Podcast, where we interview top sellers and sales leaders to learn the different tips, tricks, and mental strategies that they use to create sustainable peak performance. Let's get rolling. That, yeah, that was. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love yeah. to hear you expand a little bit on that about how people can actually separate from I am not my thoughts, I am observing my thoughts, because that was a huge transformation for me. So can you can you share a little bit about what that means for you or, or how that's shown up in your life? Yeah, of course. Um, so I'm going to tell a quick story. This happened last week. Um, no, actually two days ago. So I got like a, one of the young kids that I, I mentored recently, um, SDR and it, very impressive. Like when he, I made him go on five on Friday and Francois was calling him a prodigy, but anyway, so, uh, day hits me up and he's like, the company's moving, like it's moving to ABM. Okay. Or some version of that. And they're shifting the entire SDR stuff. Um, and I pushed him to his current job, like, cause I wanted him to go work under this one particular leader. And so like, I would like, I feel a little bit of a sense of like, okay, so talk to me about what's going on. But anyway, he, we get on the call and he gives me the whole breakdown and I'm listening to him and I'm listening to him and I, and I, whatever, just took it all in. And in my head, I was thinking, this is brilliant. Like whoever's making these decisions for this, but like, I'm, I knew he was going to be in the right place. And so maybe I'm a little biased there, but anyway, so I'm listening, but I also heard, um, and what I shared back to, to today, right at the top of it is was like, day, it certainly sounds to me as though you formed an opinion. And I reminded him, and I also am reminding myself, right, is that my goal is to remain objective, right, as objective as possible. And for anybody that's interested in reading more about this or how to do this, I think Ryan Holiday's The Obstacles Away is a brilliant fucking breakdown on this one. Brilliant. Um, objectivity is the goal. And our, our default brains, the ones that we were born with, we were not born with default objective brains. These are muscles. These are things that you work on. Um, and it is absolutely a skill. It's absolutely a skill that you can work quickly, but it, it does not happen by accident. And it's hard fucking work. Okay. Now that said, step one is awareness, right? Okay. My goal is to be objective. How are these opinions like impacting me personally as an ADHD human with like, I've got to control my energy. Cause I get on a spiral, like, forget it all. You won't see me till next week. Like, so I have to stop myself sooner. Um, and so for me, a phrase that has helped me tremendously is be like, what, like if I'm scrolling on LinkedIn or whatever, like, what would it be like if I didn't have an opinion about this right now? And like, spoiler alert, it's fucking life-changing. Um, so that helps. But now back to the guest in guest house. One of the things that's challenging about first stepping into awareness phase when it comes to your headspace is that we've all been kind of taught, like you were saying about toxic positivity, Jordan, we've been taught to believe that we're like, or assign like negative meaning to anger or to uh, I don't know, like jealousy, whatever it is, really as a green one, right? You don't want to be jealous. Like, okay. But bad things. The reality though, is that 
these are just events, right? An event is just an event. How you choose to interpret it is 100% on you. And I got news for your friends. You're going to get hit with fucking anger because you're a human goddamn being. You're a human being. You're going to get hit with maybe a little bit jealousy, different variations. However, part of learning how to hang out in your head long enough to actually like challenge some of these thoughts, some of these preconceived notions, some of these cognitive distortions, whatever is you have to be able to stay there, right? For an extended period of time. And so, or at least for five minutes while you're journaling. But that said, if you're thinking that the angry thought that you're having is bad, right? And it's going to keep you from being grateful or key, as opposed to it's just a thing. It's just a passing wave. It's a guest. And that's a roomy poem, by the way. I think I linked to it in the article. So I like, I can't claim it. Like, uh, like I didn't come up with this guest house concept, but these feelings, these emotions are just passing through. And the trick or the skill is learning how to not react in the face of these emotions, right? So pause, right? And so I'm talking to myself when I say this, like, like this was life-changing, right? Instead of texting in anger, just put the phone down for an hour. Instead of yelling at your boss in the middle of the street in New York City after like whatever, it was particularly stressful. Um, Like, mm, and I just, I had a conversation with somebody that filled out the type form, Jordan, and that was also their mistake. That Their biggest mistake was like, she's like, I've been carrying this shame with me for years. I didn't know I was the only one. Okay. But anyway, so instead of, instead of reacting in that moment, just let it pass. Um, and part of learning how to walk on this journey is learning how to go easy on yourself right? Learning how to not be so hard on yourself. And like, if you're, if you're going to beat yourself up about the fucking anger that passed through like yesterday, um, that's a, that's a hard one. And so try to try to like pull up a picture of your best friend and pretend like in your head, like, would you talk to your best friend this way? Absolutely not. So you don't talk to yourself like that either. That was a lot I just covered there, but does that answer your question, Jordan? It, it does. It gives me so much to work with and you know, shows me where even though as much work as I do in this area, um, I, I'm so grateful to myself for the work that I do. And I still have a long way to go. And oh yeah. Well, welcome to the club. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's, <laughs> I, I just, that conversation I had this morning, someone was like, you, you are just beating yourself up. I hear you beating yourself up. Like you're doing great things. Like share, share this sentiment with yourself. And like, why, why do I hear you having this conversation with yourself? And so I think there is just so much power in taking that pause, taking that break, and then being able to say, okay, and now how do I want to show up and realize that these thoughts, these emotions are things that I can look at and they are not me. They do not define who I am. And this is where the power of objectivity comes back in, right? Because once you are able to clean, like come up with like clean the slate, right? Come up with a blank sheet of paper, if you will, then you can start to apply objectivity to the situations around you. Hmm. And it's like, again, an event is just an event. How you choose to interpret it makes all the difference. And so I got news for you, friends. Like if it's like the, the way that I've interpreted and responded to identical events, even I like, I'll go back and read a book. One of my favorite books and like that I read 10 years ago, I'm interpreting it differently today. And so there's absolutely a journey there. However, the North star 
is objectivity, right? It's controlling those smiles and cries, right? Not getting too high, not getting too low. We're not not feeling our emotions. We're not aspiring to ice them out because that doesn't work. And so, like, trust me on that one. Um, I'm a salesperson. You could definitely trust me. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, but objectivity is the goal because this is where we can make smart choices. This is where we can help our buyers make smart choices. This is where once we learn how to become more objective, we can have these conversations with buyers. And I got news for you, like buying a piece of software especially an expensive one, that is that is a risky thing. And it's even riskier today, right? So there's fears there. And so part, I would, I would encourage everyone to think about it this way. Like you don't, learning about this stuff isn't just about you or your family. And those are true, true, true life-changing things and benefits. However, this also holds the keys to helping your buyers reach objectivity too and make smart decisions and reduce the, the, cognitive distortions that they're experiencing and the whatever. And so it also helps you close more deals too. That's, that's the beauty of it. You know, my, my theme lately is get better at sales, get better at life. I think it's so closely connected. Um, Amy, this is fantastic. Talk to me about where folks should find you, follow you. You're doing some awesome work, building some great communities. Talk, talk to me about where, where folks can find you. Well, I think the the greatest first spot is to check out the show, man. And so my show is called Revenue Real Hotline. It is uh, conversations about uncomfortable conversations and sales. And I chose this topic for two reasons. Um, the first is that selling in its simplest form is really just a series of conversations um, any relationship, really. It's how we experience the other person. And it's also how we experience ourselves. And so there's a skill development aspect to these, these conversations. And so I'm aspiring with the show to get to a point where it's very instructional, right? How to take what we're listening to um, and apply it into how we choose, operative word, choose to sell. The second reason is because I'm there's a lot of unspoken conversations, uh, about how we generate revenue and the business of sales. And I, for one, am over the silence. And I also know that, um, you know, nothing's going to get any better if we like continue to sweep it under the rug. Um, and, but more importantly, I, we're all out of practice, myself included. And so learning how to silence the, I know that gremlin, right? Or, you know, put the ego in check or leave the agenda at the door. Like these are, or look past the flash judgments that you're making about someone the moment that you you meet them. Like these are, <laughs> there's a reason why um, the demographics on sales floors are what they are right now. If you've got a white male leader, which 80% of sales floors are run by white men, um, you're going to have that 80-20 breakdown, right? You look at the the pay gap, the like, and we're not even, we're talking about not even giving certain humans a chance at all. Like I'm thinking of black women. Like when you look at these numbers, it is mm. and so part I don't, I'm I know that these things are not going to be fixed, right? By the time I leave this planet, but I will sure as hell be a part of the the solution while I'm here. And so <laughs> when I started fucking podcast. So anyway, that's what the show is about. Where else? Um, Salescast, obviously for anybody else that's also learning or leaning into, you know, picking up a microphone, learning to tell their story, make peace with their story, um, become better listeners and, or use the medium to reach an audience or buyers and connect with them and build trust and open opportunities and generate revenue. Uh, anybody's interested in those things, you can come hang out with Jordan and I over in the Salescast community. 
Um, and then, yeah, obviously Andy Paul in the book, I like, I would point people at the free chapter, right. It's for the sell without selling out. He's got a whole launch team play that's, um, happening. We're running with the, the hashtag take back sales. So if anybody's interested in coming and playing on that front, um, you know, definitely ping me on LinkedIn. This is great. Sorry, Colin. Sorry. That was more than one thing, Bye. <laughs> this is wonderful. Uh, Amy Rahovchek. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And until next time, let's go make today great. Amazing. Thank you, Jordan. It was a pleasure. And listeners, thanks for hanging around. Nice to meet you again. It's thanks to help from listeners like you. This podcast can continue to grow and help others. If you found anything helpful in today's episode, please take a second, share with a friend, and leave us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast today. Thanks. Thanks.